You're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Thanks for joining us on the last American RVer show of 2012. On this edition, we speak with a returning guest, Ron Jones. Since many RVers travel for the holiday season, we asked Ron to tell us about his version of trip planning. You may be surprised at his response. Next, we take you to Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida, where delivery sales team manager Dean Broderick tells us about winterizing your coach's water system. We hope you enjoy this show and be sure to have a great holiday season. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. We're very glad that you joined us, and we're also very glad to have Ron Jones with us. He is a prolific writer and author of several RV books, and we thought you'd like to uh, see what we have. And also, he's going to talk a little bit about trip planning, which is another interesting um, thing to think about when you're traveling in your RV. How do you plan where you're going to go? And we get asked that a lot, and I'm sure Ron does too. Uh, Ron, thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate uh, appreciate the opportunity to be back. Yeah, now the first thing is I want to just let you all know what books Ron has written. Uh, the first one I have is RVing to Newfoundland, which is an awesome book. They just took a trip last summer, was it, Ron? Yeah, a year ago. A year ago um, to Newfoundland. So he's written about his adventures there and, and how you might be able to enjoy or get the best out of Newfoundland. The next one is Full Timing for New and Used RVers, second edition. Now, this is a a standby book, and I shouldn't say standby, what should I call it? This is a must-have book for every RVer. It tells you all kinds of tips and tricks about RVing. Then, of course, we have RVing to Alaska, and he's come out with a new edition for this, so uh, take a look for that probably in January, Ron? Yeah, it'll be available in yeah. January. Yes. So he's kind of updated this one, RVing to Alaska, of course, as an RVer, we all want to take <coughs> that trip. And then, of course, all the stuff you need to know about RVing. So I'm sure this covers everything and every question you might have about RVing. So you can take a look at that. So, Ron, I know you have all these books and people can find those where? How can they well, get a hold of these? Well, they can find, find them on our website. Uh, it's, it's aboutrving.com. Just aboutrving.com. Oh, that's a great, it, yeah, easy a, name. Yeah, it's people easy, simple to that. get to and easy right. to remember. Yeah. Okay, so they can take a look at any of those books there and order them. But let's talk about trip planning. You know, and I, as I said, everybody asks us, we've been full-time for five years, yay. And we've done a lot of traveling around the U.S. You've been full-time for how many years? Ten years. Ten years, which is even more amazing. And you've been just about everywhere there is to go on four wheels or six wheels or eight wheels or however many <laughs> wheels you have. So, <laughs> so when you're planning your trips, what do you do? What And what kind of tips can you give our audience? Well, I'm, I'm, probably, a, <clears throat> I'm probably not a very good planner in terms of long trips, but we end up taking long trips uh, all the time. So what happens with us is, is that we don't plan the details. And the reason we don't plan the details is we don't know what the details are till we get there, especially if we're going to a new area. 
we can learn something about it though doing a Google search or whatever but we, we really don't know you don't know where the local restaurants are you don't know what local museum you're going to stumble across and so forth until you arrive at a place so I almost think that detail planning is nearly impossible or for those that do and a lot of RVers do this is that you're going to miss maybe the most maybe the most interesting things <clears throat> because you're on a schedule and you want to go to this place and then the next day you have to be over here is that what you well, mean they're just too well, detailed well that and you 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 visit what you can research and learn about but you can't you often can't learn about those things until you arrive at the particular destination. A uh, uh, perfect example is uh, we were in Idaho, and I'm, I'm racking my brain here to, to, to remember what, what town it was. I, I want to say, I want to say Lewiston, but I may be wrong. But uh, when we got there, we found out that there was a museum there called Mr. Clean. And I've never, never really heard of that. Really, the Mr. Clean? <laughs> not the, not the. The No, guy? no, not that okay, guy. Okay, just this is just Mr. Clean Museum. And, and uh, what happened is we ended up going there. <coughs> now, so do you talk to local people then to find out where to go? Or how oh, yes. do you find these places? Oh, yeah, we talk to the locals. They know, they know what it's about. Or, or, you know, you find yourself in this small town. And, and, you know, then you can do the Google search, you know, what are the attractions in Lewiston, Idaho. Well, Mr. Clean happened to be a fellow who grew up there and in college needed to make his way, pay his way through college, started a cleaning service, uh, has run it all his life, and as a result of all that, uh, has done very well and has collected cleaning supplies and everything from vacuum cleaners to brooms <laughs> to whatever and created this museum and this museum's huge it's brand you know it's brand new it's it's two story it's uh, there must be several thousand items in there it's just fascinating it's free um, hmm. so just things like that that you would never know you just would never know about those to try to detail plan that trip out so you basically, when you're doing your trip planning, you're saying, I want to go to northern Idaho, northern, Mon you know, western Montana. Well, you no, pick no, a destination? No. E expand on that. What, what happens to us, and this, we just fell into this. This wasn't, this wasn't any grand plan. We somehow, for years, have talked one year about, oh, I think I'd like to see this area next year. Okay. Uh, it could be Alaska. One year it was Newfoundland next year. One year it was, uh, let's spend some time in California. So it's just this big, think of this huge geographical area. And then we'll, we'll start to work out how to get there and when to get there. Uh, oh, let's go in, you know, the 1st of May or the 1st of June or whatever and meander this way. Uh, but it's gotten so anymore that we finally make it to that area, but there's a whole bunch of side trips getting there. Hmm. Um, we and not a lot of not a lot of reservations, not a lot of worried about we need to we need to 
cover this many miles today and tomorrow. It, we just we just don't do that. Uh, for example, this summer, you know, 2012, we spent 96 days north of the U.S.-Canadian border, uh, much of that in Alaska. And other than taking the ferry down uh, the Inland Passage coming back, we didn't have a single campground reservation. So how are you finding the campgrounds along the way? Well, they're just, they're just there. We, can, we get close to a town, we get close to a white horse in the Yukon, or get close to Fairbanks or whatever. Then you can do a search because you, you, you'll know when you're going to arrive. I don't know when I'm going to arrive in Fairbanks three months early. Or, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And I never want to be forced to arrive there that day. I, to do that, I'm have to miss something on the way up there. So, so it gives you a lot more flexibility. Oh, as it you gives travel. you total flexibility, and that's what RVing is all about. Uh, if I miss, if 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 I, if I if I if I am late getting to Fairbanks, then you know I'm at home while I'm on the way. Right. <laughs> and that's that's the advantages of RVing. So, so it. You don't need to detail planning. You know, I've got friends who who know what campground they're going to be in next April on a Tuesday night, and and, and they just know, and they will plan to be there. And that uh, well, that, a lot of yeah. folks uh, use uh, camping services, maybe a thousand trails or uh, some other service like that, and and maybe they need to be a little more tied into certain dates just because of that. Well, and, and, and so you're not using a camping reservation. No, not like at all. That. Not at all. I don't want, first of all, I, I never want to travel based on the location of a campground. Okay. okay? Right. I want to travel Choose based on what I want to see and when I want to see it. Mm -hmm. And if it's raining when we get there, it's fine to kill two or three days until it clears up and then we can see it. Um, so, so the trip planning, we certainly plan trips, but it's not the detailed planning. We sort of have this general idea that we want to go that, that direction and ultimately get there and get there in time to see it, especially like Alaska and Newfoundland where, where you've got weather problems. You have mm -hmm. to go when it's warm, mm -hmm. no question. Now, having said all that, there's one big exception, and that is if you're going to be dependent, especially uh, on the ferry services, the only way to get to Newfoundland is on a ferry and back, and you have to make the reservations. If you're, if you're coming back on the ferry from Alaska or going up, you have to make the reservations. And you have to make them months in advance. I, uh, I called uh, the Alaska uh, Marine Ferry Service about putting our coach on in uh, Whittier, I'm sorry, in Valdez, and taking it to Whittier. And I called them the end of March to do that roughly the middle of the summer, and they were already sold out. Oh, no kidding. So, so you have to make those kinds of reservations. Uh, months in advance. Uh, now in my books and, and seminars, I talk about you, you need to probably make those major reservations uh, in February. Get them, get them done, and then plan that trip around that. 
but you know, give yourself the time and the flexibility in between those right. to. Uh, so to your do. idea is, look at the big picture, but don't get mired in the details. Exactly. Until you get to where you're at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and and I, I really believe that, and that yeah. that's the true flexibility of the RVer. Right. You know, if we had a hotel reservation, we have to be there. We know exactly what day we have to be there, and we know what, exactly what day we have to leave. But in an RV, you don't have to do that. Exactly. And and so why force yourself right. to live that structured lifestyle? Right. Well, there's so, some good hints. Yeah, well, thank you. All right. Yeah, and it, it works. It works for us. Right. And, uh, and we understand <laughs> that not everybody thinks or or lives the same way that you and Sandy sure, do, so sure. that's fine too. But here's one way to kind of look at the whole RV lifestyle and, and make it part of your lifestyle without stressing out about it. Exactly, yeah. And, and then, you know, that's just, that's the general advice. And uh, it, like I said, it works for us. If it doesn't work for you and it drives you crazy, you need those you need those schedules. Why uh, do it? Then that's your you know, do it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Ron. I sure, sure. do appreciate it. All right, we'll be back in just a moment with more of American RVer. We'll be back with our tech tip on how to winterize your RV water system. An RV service facility and dealership should put the customer first. The service writers, office staff, techs, and salespeople must be geared towards making the customer happy and coming up with solutions for any problem. This customer-first attitude is found in the Southeast's best sales and service center, Alliance Coach. Customer service sets Alliance Coach apart from other dealerships. With full-service bays, a customer campground and lounge, reasonable rates, and knowledgeable staff, they guarantee your satisfaction. Experience a different kind of RV service center. Experience Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. It's time for a tech tip, brought to you by Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Hi, I'm Dean Broderick, delivery team manager. I'm gonna to explain to you today how to winterize your coach. First, you're gonna open up your container of antifreeze. This particular coach has a winterization hose. You're gonna stick that down into your antifreeze, turn the valve on, turn your water pump on. This will suck the antifreeze out of the container into the system through the water pump and through the lines in the coach. Come over here, turn your cold water on. When it comes out of the shower head, pink, that means it's through the system. Do the same with the hot. Turn them off after they've changed color and you can hang it back up into its location. Your older coaches don't have this. You'll have to go to your potable water container, pour the antifreeze into the container and flush it through the system with the water pump. Before we go inside the coach, I'm going to explain to you how to drain and winterize the water heater. With your bypass valve in the bypass position, you're going to open up your fitting at the bottom of the water heater, take it off, make sure that the city water isn't on, you're going to take a bath, water pump is off, you're going to open up the relief valve, let the water drain out. After water is fully drained out of the tank, take your cap, set it off to the side. This way here at the end of the season, you know that the system's been properly winterized. You return the cap and you put the cover back on and you're all done. Now that we're inside the coach, you're gonna turn your water pump switch on. 
This particular coach does not have any water in it. It's brand new. You're going to turn your faucet on. You're going to wait for the water to change color to pink. That's your uh, antifreeze. You're going to flow it through your drains into the P-traps. That will ensure that the P-traps will not freeze. You'll go do the other side of the sink and do the same with that P-trap. Now we're going to step over to the refrigerator, ice maker. Uh, ice maker, there's a valve on the back of the refrigerator. Make sure it's open. If your system's running, you had ice, it should be already. You have to wait for one complete cycle for the antifreeze to flow up into the ice maker and ensure that the lines in the refrigerator will not freeze. Uh, this may take a couple of hours. And now I'm going to show you how to do the bathroom. Now that we're in the bathroom, we have two sinks in this particular bathroom. You're going to open up the water in the bathroom, make it flow through the P-trap, wait for your color to change, you can do the hot water also. Do the same with the other sink, cold, hot. The water will change color and that will ensure that both P-traps are filled with antifreeze solution and will ensure that nothing will freeze. Now that we're at the toilet, you're going to lift your lid. Some toilets have a foot flush on the front or one on the side. You're going to run your water till the antifreeze froze through the toilet. It'll turn to pink and then you'll know that the antifreeze has flowed into the system. This particular toilet has a push button flush. Now we're going to go to the shower portion of the bathroom. In the shower you have basically the same as on your sinks. You're going to turn your handle on, run it to hot, run it to cold, wait for the antifreeze to flow through the head. When it changes colors, let it flow a little while because there is a P-trap in the bottom of the shower. You want to make sure that the, all the P-traps throughout the coach have enough antifreeze in them not to freeze. We're here at the bypass valve. You're going to put it in bypass mode. You can let it sit through the whole season in bypass. When you get back at the end of the season, put it into normal flow. Go outside, put your cap back on that I showed you before. Run water through the system and you're good to go. Thanks for watching this month's Tech Tip, sponsored by Alliance Coach. Welcome back to American RV, or we've got a new segment for you this time. It's called RV Stories. And our first story this time is about a holiday story on Black Friday. And Ryan Jones is here with us. And he's going to tell us about his RV story and his RV experience. Well, it's this all, this took place when we started full-timing. And we were in Florida and we were headed back to Texas. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really know what we were doing because we were totally new at this whole process of RVing and full-timing and, and all these things. But we had learned that it was okay to stay all night at Walmart. So, and it, this happened to be in North Florida and we called ahead as we usually do. And back then we had a book that had Walmart phone numbers in it. But uh, we called ahead and got permission to park overnight and uh, that was great. And we pulled off and pulled in this parking lot. And we happened to park next to uh, kind of a strange little, uh, I'll call it a construction site, where it was far away from their front door, like they said, and we pulled far enough forward that it was like a place where they could drive now behind our, our coach, and we were towing a car behind that too, uh, 
and drive into this grassy field. So I thought they were going to build something out there and that's where the construction vehicles would go over the curb. <clears throat> so uh, Sandy talked me into a frozen turkey dinner that night and she went in and got those and, and frankly I hadn't had a frozen turkey dinner in probably 40 years <laughs> and it'll probably be another 40 before I have one uh, again. But with that, we had dinner, we went to bed, uh, it, and, and everything's fine. We woke up about 3.30 in the morning and it's raining like mad. And we hear two guys outside our bedroom window talking. Now, what's strange is they're having a normal conversation. Then how, how was the game last night? Did, did you know, did you, what'd you have for dinner? Uh, did, what'd you watch on TV? Just a normal conversation. Nothing weird other than the fact that it's 3.30 in the morning and it's raining. <clears throat> Looked out the curtain and sure enough, two guys are out there talking. And then we got up and, and heard more noise. And now it's about, oh, let's say four, 4.30 in the morning. And these two fellows are directing traffic. And what they're doing is they're waving cars into the parking lot and sending them behind our coach over the curb out into this grassy field. Hmm. And then we look out the front, we had the curtains down in the front windows, and there's the parking lot is full and there's a car directly in front of us. No way can we drive out of there with this car there without backing up. And you know you can't back up with a car, you know, your tow car hooked onto your motorhome. What was going on, we had no clue. So finally, this, the, this traffic just kept coming in. These guys kept parking cars. The, the, the place is filling up and get a jacket on, go out and ask them what's going on. And it's, it's, it's Friday morning, Black Friday. Oh, after and, Thanksgiving. And there's, there's 10,000 cars coming into this parking lot. <laughs> so quickly took a look, decided that if I could back up a foot or two or three, and, and I know you, you don't back up with your tow car on, this was pure emergency. So I said to the guys, if you'll stop traffic, let us back up. <clears throat> I can then make the turn to pull out and we'll get out of here and give you your seven parking spaces that we're covering. So they agreed to that on signal. Sandy got out, guided me back two or three feet, stopped me. I could make it out. We started to, I started to pull out. She ran, jumped in the coach <coughs> and probably took us another 40 minutes to get around that parking lot to get out. It was Black Friday, never again, okay, never yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> stay away from those, go to a campground. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or just, or rest area or whatever, but stay out of those big box store parking lots on that on particular Friday. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, thanks, Ron, oh, yeah. appreciate that. Uh, listen, if you have any RV stories that you'd like to share, just email us at AmericanRVer.com, info at AmericanRVer.com, and maybe we'll come and talk to you and be at your coach, and you can tell us your RV story. Thanks for joining us for this month's edition of American RVer.
the best RV sales and service center in the southeast, call Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida at 866-888-8941 or go to www.alliancecoach.com.